This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Um, I know it's past the yard site of Rabbi Noach Zatzal, um, 10th yard site. I do feel um, I do feel it would be it's appropriate. I um, spent quite a few years here teaching, and I feel that his ruach and his person was the the critical piece in in what the yeshiva was about. And I'd like to to try to understand a certain angle that I think is very very important. The Kohen Gadol wore two garments that were linked together. It's interesting in its own right that these two garments were linked together. Maybe does it, does it work? Does it work? Is, am I audible or not? Yeah? Okay. Good. There were two garments of the Kohen Gadol. There was the aphod and the Choshen. They somehow, they were linked together even though they should have actually been um, one garment. It almost sounds strange that you couldn't somehow make it one. But it was two. It was the Choshen and the Eifot. They both of them had stones, had gems. The Choshen had 12 stones, and that's the one everybody always sees, the breastplate with the stones and everything around it, and that's kind of uh, very, very, um, you know, visible. And on the aphod, there were two stones that had the tribes also. So two garments, not quite the same, but linked together. One of them had 12 different stones, and each one had a different shavit. The, the, uh, the, the, the stones on the shoulders were two stones and had all the names of the Shvatim written, um, no separate box for each name, 25 letters, 25 letters, and that was it. So we have two different types of garments similar and yet with pronounced differences. What were they? You also have the Shoham stone double dipping. The Shoham stone appears in the Choshen and the Shoham stone appears on the two stones on the, on the, on the shoulder, on the, on the, on, on the, on the aphod and the shoulders of the aphod. So we have two stones, we have the same shoham stone, and that shoham stone is double dipping for practical purposes. It's acting this and this. Why the shoham stones of all the stones? The shoham stone is connected Yosef at Sadiq. It's his stone. So Yosef's stone was multi-purpose. It's hard to believe that they didn't have more gems. I'm not 
I, I, I don't work in jewelry. I don't know how many gems there are in total, but I assume that there are at least one, there's at least one more stone than 12 stones. If you come up with 12 jewels, I'm sure we could have figured out a 13th one. I'm not, not expert, but I'll, 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 I'll leave it as a probability. So why double dip and have the same stone twice? And it's Yosef's stone that's twice. That, that, there's something about it. So let's understand a little bit about this, the, 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 the two aspects of a Kohen Gadol and understanding what it was exactly that these two separate um, sets of stones and two separate begotten represented. It says that the Choshen is called Choshen Mishpat. And it says that the Koyen has to carry it, their names on the Choshen Mishpat before Hashem. Venosa Aaron, Eshmos Bnei Yisrael Bechoshen Mishpat Alibo Bevoel HaKodesh. He would carry it on his heart before he goes into the Kodesh. Lezikoron Lefnei Hashem Tomid as a remembrance to Hashem. Venosa Aaron is Mishpat Bnei Yisrael Libo Lefnei Hashem Tomid. So Rashi says, what does it mean, the Mishpat? So Rashi says over here, the Birur Dvarim. In other words, we're talking about sorting out the different um, arguments, the different um, friction between elements of Kal Yisrael. The, the stones on, his, on the Kosev, on the, on the Eifod, on the Kisos Eifod, Aaron carried it on his shoulders as a zikaron. It actually does not say over here when he goes into the Kodesh. So we have two instruments over here. We have the, the, the Choshen, which not only has a stone for everybody in Kal Yisrael, but also has the ability to sort out the differences between different elements of Kaisrol and give each one its rightful place. Mishpat means I sort out. There's a field over here. I lay claim to it. You lay claim to it. I don't know which one. Whose is it? Mishpat demarcates the appropriate boundaries and says, this is yours, this is yours, and that's it. So the, the Chayshin is an instrument for having each person find his place and his makom lifne Hashem. And then there are the Avanim and the Kasef. It's, it's all the names together. The Kasef is the place where a person carries a burden, where a person carries responsibility. Um, the Lashen on the Ketefayim, don't have time, but it's used in, 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 when, you, when you marry a woman and you want to take full responsibility for her. What you say in the Ksuba is, you will collect everything I promised you. Meglima dal kasfoi from the garment on my shoulders. In other words, on the one hand, it implies from everything I possess, my, my basic garment, but also al-kasfei implies responsibility. 
the Kayin Gadol had two unique responsibilities. One was that each element of Klal Yisrael be given its specific due. When the Kayin Gadol was misvada on Yom Kippur, he said vidu for himself and his family, for Shevet Levi, or Shevet Kahuna, and for Klal those distinctions were very, very important to be able to have each person Klal Yisrael find their role. And then there was a sense of all of Klal Yisrael on my shoulders. On my, it's my responsibility. Yosef Hatzadik was the first person before Yehuda to bear the sense of responsibility of Klal Yisrael. Yosef HaTzadik was sold at the age of 17 into slavery. When he met up with his brothers, then they were frightened. What did they say? Mm-hmm. He said, I've been sent here on a mission. Your, your saving, your being able to be taken care of, is the reason I was sent here. In other words, he expressed that he's carrying Klal Yisrael on his shoulders. He was Mashbe Chal Eretz Mitzrayim. He was the one that was responsible for feeding Mitzrayim. So Yosef HaTzadik was the first person, even though in reading the parishes, Yehuda seems the first person, but retroactively, we understand that Yosef was the first person to, he said, I desire for leadership expressed in those dreams were for responsibility, not for authority. I wanted, I needed to carry you, feed you and take care of you. That's one part of Yosef HaTzadik. There's another part of Yosef HaTzadik. Yosef HaTzadik was somebody who completely had, he was immersed in Egypt and was not in any way affected by it. Chazal say that why is it called Avnei Shoham? The, 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 so those two stones, each one was on a different, on a different shoulder. One was connected Menashe and one connected Ephraim. So it's Yosef's stone as, as, as it was in, on the shoulders. So Chazal say, as a psik that says, they grew up in Mitzrayim and did not at all learn from their Maisim. That's how Chazal described it. So we have over here um, two facets of Yosef that are almost contradictory. Yosef was somebody who was personally great and we acknowledge his personal shlemus, the fact that he did not in any way become affected by Mitzrayim, be enticed by Eishas Potiphar, learn from the Mitzrayim, do anything wrong, he's called Yosef HaTzadik, and yet we find him to be the, the paradigm of the cloud person who accepted everything on his shoulders. Someone points out that's why it says Yaakov Avinu mm-hmm. told Yosef, I'm going to give you Shem Echad Alachecha. 
an extra Shechem, in the context it means either a city Shechem or it means um, a Chelek, but there's a Remez. I think Sassem says, I don't, I don't remember, one of farm say it. There's a Remez here. I will give you shoulders. The shoulders of the two, everyone else has one stone. You have another, a double stone on the shoulders. And that is the Chelek of Yosef, that Shechem. So Yosef Atzadik embodies in himself a gem in its own right. And that gem in its own right is a gem that represents never being tainted by anything around him. And it represents the gem of carrying the weight of the entire cloud on his shoulders. We tend to think of these two aspects of personality as being mutually exclusive. We can't think a person who we have introverted people who are busy with themselves and understanding and working on themselves and so on and so forth. And we respect that, but that's a secluded gem. And then we have people that are askanim and activists and give it any name you want, but they're all over and, and involved with everything and everybody and so on and so forth. And we say that's good, that's important. But we tend to feel that these people are diluted on a personal level. Because, you know, if, if, if Aristotle said, he who has many friends has no friend. The politician who shakes the hands of a thousand people in one evening it has basically done nothing. He's pressed flesh. There's no, there's no engaging. So, so the, the concept of taking responsibility for a clout the way we see it, tends to fall on the person who's not much on his own, and that's what he's doing. The Torah gave us a paradigm that's very different. And that paradigm is Yosef, whose is Shoham. It appears once in the breastplate as a gem in its own right, and with its own beauty, with its own sitkis, and what, what marked that gem more than anything else is the gem, is the fact that it was totally unaffected by anything around it. It's almost like an, an inert element. It's something that mixed with nothing. He was in Egypt, totally unaffected. And then Yosef appears a second time, Shechem Echad Alachecha, on the shoulders, which carry the tzibur on their shoulders. It carries an entire tzibur on their shoulders, and that's what he did. Moshiach ben Yosef is, is a continuation of that idea. The first element, the first one to carry the tzibur is going to be Moshiach ben Yosef. Moshiach ben David will, will continue it, but Moshiach ben Yosef is a descent of that, and that's what he'll do. As I reflect about Reb Noach, 10 years from his Petira, I was privileged to be here seven years and, and officially teaching and then I've come back and teach occasionally still come back and feel very much uh, tied to the place um, is that people people um, really really shortchange his memory by talking about his care for the cloud his activism etc 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 not that it's not true but that doesn't begin 
to give us an understanding of the greatness of the person. He's, he, when he learned in yeshiva, in the mir, my father remembered and told me he was known as a crazy masmid. He, he learned crazy hours, crazy amounts. His own personal sense of kedusha was palpable. His sense of dealing with other people, his midos, were otherworldly. And I wasn't much involved with the running of things and so on, but the few interactions, like I mentioned before, I, I saw things that were stunning in terms of personal character. The, the, the graciousness with which he, he, was, he dealt with difficult situations, that high moral ground, beyond a high moral ground. And, and that's one person type. That personality type tends to be a gem, secluded. It's very hard to reach out to other people. It's very hard to speak to a room of women not dressed the way you, 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 that's acceptable to you um, when that's who you are. It's not easy to deal with people that are coarse, simple, assimilated, uh, uh, everything. When you yourself have are a cut of a diamond that comes from, 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 from something that Torah calls tzaddik. Whatever the gem is, the Torah uses it to describe a person who's called Yosef HaTzadik. And the same person says, I have the responsibility of the klal on my shoulders. Way before anyone even thought of those words, it, it, the word, it wasn't kiruv, if I were to pick a word, achrayis, responsibility, is a word that described him a lot better. He, the first thing was, it's, it bothered him. It bothered him before he even formulated how one would do it. And there were many attempts that didn't work. But he felt it's like when you're trying to save, a, 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 God forbid, a child from a difficult situation, you don't stop and say, well, I'm not good at it. You're desperate. You're not not good at it. You're desperate. And it, the, 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 it was not because that was his personality as much as that was his responsibility. And we do have, we have fine people, very fine people, who are one of those two gems. You have people who have that shining type of being a Talmud Chacham of the caliber he was. The Kedusha, he, he was a grandchild of Chassidish Rebbe's, and you saw it. He, 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 was, he wasn't a physical person. He, he, he lived uh, oblivious to his surroundings. You, he, his, everything else, and, those, and you find gems like that, but by, by definition almost, those gems are secluded. And then there are people that do wonderful things. But you say to yourself, you know, it, the person himself has become diluted. Yes, he did wonderful things, and we own my car, but there's not, the person himself doesn't have much gravitas, doesn't have much quality, but he does good things, and, he, and, he, and we, you know, we, we should acknowledge that. People get involved with all sorts of people, and it's very hard to preserve yourself when you, for the sake of, of embracing people, you have to embrace somebody, you have to touch somebody. But there was a rare gem, a Yosef at Sadek generation, who had a Shoam gem. One of it stood on the breastplate, the equivalent of his brethren, with his own personal spiritual qualities.
And it became two on his shoulders where he carried everybody else. There was a reason why Yosef Atzadik's brothers didn't understand him and why they pushed back. Because when Yosef was talking about the klal and everything else, they had reasons to say that's not a healthy approach. And it's only because they, when they realized that this is what he meant, he meant nothing but taking care of everybody, that people acknowledged and bowed because they understood this is what he was. There's another very, very interesting aspect to Yosef that dovetails with what I said. I think expresses it in maybe a little bit of a different language, but it's the same idea that I think was a critical piece. The halacha is that um, the places of Kedusha have a defining perimeter. And that's why you must have a wall. You have the walls of the Beis Amikdash, the walls of Yerushalayim, Kacha Kalim could be eaten within the walls of the city, Kacha need to be in the, in the, in the walls of Beis Amikdash, and so on. Those are normal walls because Kedusha, when it becomes diluted, it loses its kedusha. We spoke about it just before. There was one exception. Shiloh, which was built on Yosef's, it was a temporary base amygdash passing through Yosef's chalik. You could eat kachim as long as you, as long as you saw the, 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 the migdash over there. Chazal say it's because his eye did not feast on something that wasn't his, meaning his interaction with Aisha's Potiphar, he kept his own self and his eye was not engaged by her, he wasn't, he, he kept his own, therefore Kachim can be eaten in his chalik. In other words, as long as you have eye contact with it, it's good enough. What Chazal, what Chazal mean is, there are certain things that are self-contained, in other words, oil, you can mix it all day long, it's not going to dilute. As soon as you stop stirring, it will snap back and remain oil. Its, it's quality of, of being separate is not artificial, sort of done through a separation or a mechitz or a wall. It's because internally it is of a different cut and it's not part of it. So Yosef HaTzadik, whose essence was, was, was described and defined by himself, not vis-a-vis -vis others, that quality of, of, of separation allowed anything, allowed him to dusha wherever his presence was seen and felt. He didn't need a wall because it kept to itself no matter what. That was Yosef Atzadi. The, the interaction, like I said before, Reb Noach's interaction with the world around knew no boundaries. He, he reached out wherever there was someone that needed, any place that needed hashpah, any people that could possibly contribute to the hashpah, and there, there were no boundaries in how far he was willing to go to do what was needed to be done. But if you, if you observed him, he could be as American as you want, and he was never American. 
he, he, he was warm, embracing, engaging. It was a one-way street. The people um, were drawn to him and into his world. He had an internal kedusha and an internal self that never ever was tainted by what's around him. You sometimes see people interacting, and again, you have to give do is do, and people do wonderful things. You say, you know, he's a little bit too engaged with what he's doing. There's something lacking, so on and so forth. It was never felt by Noah, not because he pulled punches, but rather because there was something holy and unique internally to him. He was a, a Yosef. Um, Yosef's charisma and hashpah. I, I, I once had a discussion with Noach. He felt very strongly about certain things that he taught is what made people, um, you know, turn people on and so on and so forth. I told him, Reb Noach, with all the respect, if you would read a phone book, you'd probably have Makarv as many people as you do. It's you, a lot more than your teachings. And it's true. It, when people felt his personal kedusha, his personal midas, his personal Torah and wisdom, and the fact that he was embracing them and reaching out to them, that is more than anything else what did it. He was the personification of, of that Yosef. He was the personification of Yosef in Chachma. It says Yosef took his father's wisdom. He drew so much in his younger years, he absorbed so much Torah. He took the Kedusha of Yaakov. He came from a long line of, of, of um, Kedusha Elyon, the, 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 the Slonimer and Lechvich and, and, and so on. There were people that worked on Kedusha a lot. The, the, the Lechvich was especially for Kedusha. And, and he had that personal Kedusha. He had, he, he, he had the sense of Achrayas. I know that you've been after me, and I know that, that, you've been, that, that you've been persecuting me, and I know this and that, but my role is to be your savior. I have the responsibility for you, even if you don't appreciate it. That was the meters of Yosef. And Yosef had the chain, the, the, the charm and the charisma of Kedusha, not because he knew how to do a, 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 a shtick or, or whatever it takes to entertain people. The chain is, is from somebody who is kol kol kedusha. It's a one-way street. His personality and his inner beauty and his inner kedusha and taira and midas radiate outwards. That's the chain of Yosef Atzadim. That chain is not affected by Ayin Hara because Ayin Hara needs to meet me. We need to be on the same plane. He was above and beyond it. He was th that gem in, the, in our generation. His things that he accomplished and, and, and built and the legacy, Baruch Hashem that has a, a kiyum and it is a bracha of his work. But the personage of someone that comes to such diverse, um, almost polar opposites, um, perfection in Kalah Yisrael, gems in Kalah Yisrael, there's one gem like that that has those two qualities. It's something that, at least if we'll be misbeinen on, wherever our personal netia is, if our personal inclination, because of who we are and where we are, is towards introversion, working ourselves, growing stronger, we need to keep 
putting up a sign, what have you done for Kal Yisrael? I remember meeting him in America um, on one of his trips, we just bumped into each other, and he asked him, what are you doing? I said, Barashem, I have the yeshiva and this and that, and, you know, and, and certainly in my mind, I felt I was sacrificing enough and doing things, and he finished, he said, that's wonderful, and then he embraces me and says, but what have you done for Kal Yisrael? That's, that's, that's been sort of haunting me. And there are some people that their inclination is extroversion, working with people, dealing with people, and, and constantly. You need to constantly put up a sign. What about myself? Um, it's not only because it's also important. At the end of the day, the se- that's the same gem. And if the gem on the breastplate is missing, it's not going to be on the kasif. Bez Hashem, kafi, what we can accomplish. This is his base medrash, and this is the this is the building block of everything that he created and the legacy lives on. We should strive that that gem of Shoham, that gem of of of, of the Yosef Atzadik of our generation, be perpetuated. And we, and, we, and we need to keep striving for both shleimus, the personal shleimus and Torah and Kedusha and Midos and everything else, and the shleimus of understanding that the Achrayis of Kaisel rests on our shoulders. And Bezos Hashem, we, if, if we strive to perfect ourselves, maybe we'll be able to have some of a me'ain of that chain that reaches out and attracts people from far and wide. That's all.